Hi, this is Robert, one half of the 12 Pound Podcast. Welcome back to our 12 by 20 bonus series where we interview guests to discuss the changes and challenges they have faced and more importantly, how they've learned from them. As a quick reminder, the 12 Pound Podcast discusses life's changes and how we hope to help you face them through shared stories and experiences. Uh, before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor, Maury's Piers. The season's almost over, but Maury's Piers, located on the boardwalk in Wildwood, New Jersey, is a classic seaside amusement park, family-owned and operated since 1969. If you haven't been to Maury's Piers, it is not too late. Visit them at Surfside Pier, featuring the Ocean Oasis Water Park and Beach Club at 25th Avenue, Mariner's Landing Pier featuring Raging Waters Water Park at Scavenger Avenue and Adventure Pier at Spencer Avenue. And I am happy to welcome Adrienne Grace to today's podcast. Hi, Adrienne. How are you doing? Thanks, Rob. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. And you are in Denver today, Denver, Colorado. Is that right? I am, yes. Good. A little, little far from the Jersey Shore, but I know mm -hmm. you've been there recently. <laughs> I am, yes. So well, I'm from New Jersey, so and my sister lives right near the beach, but northern New Jersey. So I was there a couple of weeks ago. Okay, that's okay. We we don't uh, completely <laughs> discourage northern New Jersey, but uh, <laughs> but we do prefer the South. So maybe next time you come back to New Jersey, you can come down to Wildwood. Yeah, I would love to go to Maury's Piers. It looks super fun. <laughs> it is. Well, go ahead. Thank you. Well, you are a mindset and high performance coach. Uh, you coach on the Thinking into Results program from the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Could you tell us a little bit about the program and, and what about that specific program resonated with you? When I was looking to enter my coaching career, uh, which was just um, a year and a half ago, I you know, had known who Bob Proctor was, but I actually didn't even know that he had a firm and a program that you can coach through. And I had two people mention Bob to me within the same week when I was just kind of starting this journey. And so I took that as a sign. And what really resonated about it with me, well, first of all, I went through the program myself and it just completely changed my life. And it was really a big part of what gave me the confidence and the courage to leave my finance career. Secondly, I just loved the way how Bob just coaches on some like universal laws and it is it has a side of like spirituality but he's a businessman and so he applies it to business and that was what really resonated with me how does spirituality apply to I mean you've, you've worked in financial services and there have been there's been a lot of talk about health and wellness but how would you constitute spirituality in terms of how you coach and and what aspects of that you know, resonated for you specifically? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, kind of a t tough question, actually. I, I would say one of the biggest things is that, you know, it really helps you understand who you are, right? Who, who I am, why I'm here, how I have like so much potential inside of me, you know, that we're all um, just here to express ourselves. And, um, and so I think it's about that. And it's about understanding universal laws, right? The whole universe operates under certain laws, just like gravity here, you know, on Earth. And we don't ever question it, right? It's a law that just affects us every day. Well, so do a lot of these other universal laws, but you're probably just not even aware that they're affecting you in your life. And so I help kind of, I help people raise their conscious awareness of 
who and what they are and what they're capable of and, and understand these universal laws to help them achieve whatever it is they want in life. That's interesting. So how do you connect with that subconscious mind? So that's a, a great question because our subconscious mind is controlling like 95% of all of our behavior and, and our results actually. <laughs> um, and so, but it's subconscious, right? So we're basically walking around on autopilot all the time. So it's about paying attention right? Starting to watch yourself and watch your thoughts and watch your patterns. There's ways that you can kind of tap into your subconscious mind. I think writing is always a great way to kind of bring out what's in your mind subconsciously. Yeah, I would say start with writing. That's usually like the first thing that I, I tell my clients to do. Writing makes a lot of sense to me. I think it's it's always helpful to be able to put your thoughts down, put those words onto paper, uh, because you know words tend to be very important and I've actually seen you and heard you talk about that when you're talking about time and time management, uh, how important we talk about time and, and say things like, uh, there's never enough time or I don't have enough time for that. Uh, what words, mm -hmm. sh which words should we be using when we think about time or we think about, you know, our subconscious trying to, trying to tap into that a little bit more effectively? Yeah. Well, if you want to, see what's in your subconscious to pay attention to the words that you're using. You know, what are you saying to yourself? If you wake up in the morning and the first thought that you have is that you didn't get enough sleep there already, you're starting the day in that lack mentality. Um, so start seeing where you're looking at things as like, even with time as like a finite commodity and something that's like outside of you that you need to get more of. Um, but yeah, words are super powerful, right? Because our thoughts are really powerful, which means our words are really powerful too, because we're then taking those thoughts and like sending them out into the universe <laughs> and into existence. And, you know, thoughts become things, right? So every mystic, every philosopher, pretty much every religion, if you looked back, they all agreed that we become what we think about. And so being conscious of your thoughts is sometimes difficult to do, but it's, but then being conscious of your words is a little easier, right? Cause it's, you're, you're speaking. Um, so just start paying attention to your words because they really are so powerful. So it sounds like words can lead to actions. What, what, what words do you start your day with? Well, the very first thing I say to myself when I wake up is thank you, right? As soon as my feet hit the floor, I say thank you because it's a brand new day, right? Like just the fact that my eyes open and I have a whole other day is exciting. So, and then, and then our, that first part of the morning, it is so critical to feed your mind at that point, the things that you do want, right? Because your brain is still in kind of these different brain waves, basically. So you can access your subconscious mind much better, like first thing in the morning or last thing before bed. So I start thinking about what I want to create, right? I start thinking about my day, how I want my day to go. I start thinking about my business, what I'm creating for my business. And I really just hone in on that uh, because those first thoughts, and it is really what is creating your whole life. What ends up happening is most people wake up, they're annoyed at the alarm, and then they start thinking about, oh gosh, I gotta do this today, I gotta do this, and they start kind of getting into those like stress hormones already, right? Or maybe they check their phone and they're, they get really reactionary. Uh, and then it's just perpetuating the same cycles over and over again. So it's super important to 
you know, use that time first thing in the morning to start creating um, the day you want and the life you want. In that regard, does your coaching techniques or do your coaching techniques include manifestation? Yes. Yeah, it is about manifestation, right? Because we're always manifesting. It's just a matter of whether we're manifesting what we want or what we don't want, right? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, one of the universal laws is like the law of vibration and the law of attraction, which is attraction is actually more of a secondary law. It's vibration is the first law, but we're always attracting to us things that are on that same level of vibration, right? Because we're everything is energy. We're energy, thoughts are energy, everything is energy. And so, so yeah, that's, that's a big part of, of what I work with my clients on. And I've learned how to manifest and consciously create things in my life. And so it's been fun to watch my clients do the same. As you were considering a career pivot, you had been working in financial services uh, for a number of years quite successfully. And as you thought about doing something different, what, you know, what, where, where were you, what, what words were you using then? And what were you thinking about in terms of next steps? A lot of our uh, audience and listeners tend to think quite a bit about changes and the challenges that those changes can create. So how, how are you approaching that, you know, that big change in your life? Well, it came with a lot of soul searching. <laughs> so actually something that I was doing that year, and this was in the p pandemic in 2020, I was writing down every morning five things that I'm grateful for that didn't happen yet. <laughs> uh, so I kept thinking about, okay, like, you know, what do I really want to create? What do I really want to be doing? And it took a long time to even figure out, like, that I was unhappy in my job because we all kind of go through the motions and we're so busy that we never really take the time to kind of ask ourselves these bigger questions like what matters to us and what kind of legacy do we want to leave here on this earth and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, but the journaling was huge for me in those early stages, right? Kind of getting out on paper what I wanted to create. And what's crazy is that when I went back and I read it, so that was in 2020, and when I went back and I read it in 2021, most of that stuff had all come to fruition. And so we really are so powerful. Uh, it's just a matter of taking the time to get intentional about what we're creating. Do you find that a lot of your clients, at least initially, are resistant to those intentions? Uh, that they feel like that they've tried it before and it didn't work the last time. So why is it going to work this time? How do you approach skepticism, which is, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's an inevitable part of facing change it, or is the, it's kind of the worst case scenario. I tend to scenario things out, which is something I've really tried to do less of uh, just mm -hmm. as a person. I'm just curious from, from your seat as a, as a coach, when someone is, is coming to you with that, you know, kind of we could call it healthy or unhealthy skepticism. How do you manage that? Um, so I would say that maybe my prospects have some skepticism, but I would say that all my clients have belief because they start going through this and then they start seeing, yeah, I mean, I think that they just, you, you kind of immediately have this different understanding once you start getting into the material. Everything just makes sense. So even if I talk to a prospect who maybe doesn't seem, yeah, that has that skepticism, uh, and there is always that, and I just tell them, that's fine. Like you, you should have some skepticism, right? Until it's like proved otherwise. <laughs> but once they come in, yeah, I mean, I think that truth is truth. Like fundamental universal truth resonates with people. 
And when they start listening to the modules and hearing my mentor, Bob, kind of talking about some of these things, it resonates with them, right? It resonates at some part with them, like deep inside of them. And they're like, yeah, this makes sense. This explains why I've been the way I've been. This explains how I can create something differently. And as you were answering it, I was thinking, um, you know, we've, we've been talking a lot about career change and the, you know, the worries that come with that. And maybe that's where my question was actually coming from originally, that skepticism about making that leap. I'm assuming Mm -hmm. you're coaching a lot more than people just making career shifts, people who are making big changes in their lives. I I spoke with my mom recently about substance abuse and the change of getting sober. That was a big leap for her as a person. It was a a big leap for the people around her uh, as her family who had seen her struggle with it over the years. How do you, do you approach things like substance abuse any differently than you would career change or is it all part of the same universe? It's all part of the same universe. So first of all, I, I like to just add in this little disclaimer because I think a lot of times people think coaching is for you know, if you, if you're going through like a big change or you feel stuck. And I I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think it's about, I think everybody should (laughs) have coaching because it really is about learning how to use your mind and learning how to, again, like create the life that you want. So it's not necessarily about just like going through a big change, but I will say the whole substance abuse things. Yes, for sure. That is like a byproduct of a lot of this stuff. So I quit drinking in November of last year. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I attribute a lot of this mindset work towards that, right? I've learned how powerful decision is and how how to make a big decision. And when you can make a big decision like that, it's actually easier, right? You just make a decision and then you stick with it. And I have clients that have given up, you know, whether it's alcohol or other substances, that they've made the change too because – you know, you just kind of start bringing more of that conscious awareness to yourself. When you see yourself in your habits and see yourself reaching for things unconsciously, you're like, what am I doing? And when you can catch that, you start understanding how to how to change yourself in a different way. Not to get too personal, but I'm just curious, you know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. who wrestle with uh, substance abuse, it, it tends to go hand in hand with stress, you know, both animals and, and humans increase their food intake when, when stressed. So, so it could be sugar, it could be alcohol, whatever's kind of closest at hand. What places have you found that help you manage that stress that are not substance related, that are not alcohol related or, in, you know, are not, you know, maybe sugar related for someone else? <laughs> I, well, for me, I mean, meditation has been huge, right? Because all stress, in today's world is mind made, right? We don't have like a lion chasing after us where we need to get into that fight or flight, but our bodies are constantly in that fight or flight because we have mind made stress about our jobs and our bosses and bills to pay and things like that. So meditation, I used to struggle with a ton of anxiety and meditation and this mindset work has completely changed that for me. Yeah, my anxiety is basically non-existent these days. Oh, that's good. It sounds like you've you've done a lot of work the last few years, and it sounds like that work is also translating um, very successfully to your clients as well. So, if someone were to want to know more about your coaching and your coaching business, where and how is the best uh, way to get a hold of you? 
Yeah, so you can either follow me on Instagram. My handle is gracefully underscore Adrian. Uh, or I do also have a, a great um, workbook that people can use to help start journaling and getting in touch with what they really want for themselves. And they can head over to freegiftfromgrace.com to download that. And it's basically a workbook where it'll just ask you some questions of the process that I use with my clients. I've had clients use it to, you know, whether it's get like the house of their dreams or land their dream job or, you know, take their business to the next level or lose 30 pounds. There's just lots of different ways that you can use it. So it's freegiftfromgrace.com. It's the OMG goals workbook. Thank you for sharing that for everyone. And if you are more interested in learning about Adrian or this episode, you can re-listen to it at www.12poundpodcast.com. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts on your favorite platforms. Uh, we also have some video of our time on the boardwalk in Wildwood, New Jersey on Maury's Piers. It's not too late to visit the boardwalk. Uh, the fall is almost here, but not quite. And Adrian, I'm not going to mention that you were visiting a rival New Jersey boardwalk, but we hope we get you down to Maury's Piers next summer and uh, and can see you in person. Uh, but this was a, a wonderful conversation. I really appreciate you uh, sharing everything that you did. I know it's, uh, I think a lot of people who, who go through coaching or, or approach coaching go into it feeling like something's wrong rather than something's right and just needs to be improved. But it sounds like you have a great way of approaching uh, those challenges that we face. So thank you for spending time with us and our audience today. And we hope to talk with you again soon. Great. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. 